This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 206. Today we are creating a buzz in healthcare as we talk about the emerging polarity intelligent leader. Stay tuned to learn more. to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Well, welcome, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. Welcome to the studio. I am Michelle Trosett. I'm Tracy Christofferson, and we're just delighted to be here in the studio and be with you on the airwaves and the YouTube waves and whatever other waves we're on. <laughs> we're on all waves. We <laughs> At least we think we we're are. We're waving. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what way we are in? <laughs> Sometime in the future, out in the galaxy, far, far away, they're going to hear our voices. Hi, welcome to another episode. <laughs> and they'll be going, who are those girls? Oh, <laughs> I can see it now. I can too. Well, you know what? As long as we still know who we are, I think we're okay. <laughs> you know, we've been saying that a lot lately, so it's kind of got me worried, folks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we're headed here with this, but... Well, we're really excited to um, be with you today to have a very important conversation. Um, and it's really about leadership in healthcare today. And we're going to be talking about the emerging polarity intelligent leader. Ooh, yes. That sounds really important. It is very important. We're going to tell you why and uh, really what you can do about it as well. So to start out with, uh, there's just so many challenges in healthcare today. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> there are challenges in healthcare today. Has there ever not been challenges in healthcare? There's a lot of new ones. That's ever for sure. since we started, there's been challenges. Oh but there gosh. are there are a lot of new challenges. Yeah, there are. There and are. a lot of that is just many that are related to the post-pandemic era that we're living in. Mm -hmm. And you know, we've seen massive, massive change. And there's a lot of financial implications or financial hangovers, or I like to call them, which Tracy laughs at me, but there's actually a, just a, just. How many of you out there are hungover? <laughs> there's just a lot of <laughs> pandemic hangover going on. There is, there is, that's true. And yeah. we keep hearing wherever we go and just different conversations that there's a whole new generation of leaders that 
um, you know, really want something different, expect things to be different. Uh, so that's an that's a emerging change that we keep hearing about. And uh, just the workforce uh, changes, a lot of changes in the workforce. Yeah, well, and a, a lot of new generations, again, yeah. that yep. just the leaders having expectations that are different, but the staff as well, right? Yes, yep. and the staff. More, so. more desire for work-life balance, just, just a number of different things, different yeah. attitudes about work and all that has to be considered. All of it does. And our, our systems it's, aren't designed to manage that. Exactly. They're not. They're mm-hmm. not. So this really calls for a new type of leader to be able to deal with all of these changes and with and really with a new intelligence and new skills to help navigate all these new realities in healthcare today. And um, one that can, you know, it's going to be important that these leaders can see the complexities and the challenges um, and that they can put together effective and sustainable strategies to help deal with them and engage with others to create healthy healing work environments. Um, So that's going to be really important, too, so that people in, in the organization, the organization itself can thrive. Yeah. Yeah, that's really important. We mm-hmm. want to thrive. We right? do want to thrive. We don't want to just creep along or just survive. We want to thrive. No, we're ready to thrive. We got to get rid of those hangovers and thrive. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So, how are we going to do that? Well, you know, Albert Einstein was a pretty smart guy. <laughs> he left a few pearls of wisdom along the way, and one of them that we have lived by for a very long time, but is really applicable to today's environment, and that is. That significant problems we face cannot be solved at the same level of thinking we were at when we created them. So that means we got to shift our thinking. Yeah. We got to gain new perspectives, see things in a new way. And in this new era, in this new time, in this new normal, whatever that is, right? <laughs> um, and in this new world post pandemic, that's just really, really important, right? To 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 look at things differently. We can't we can't make significant changes. We won't make significant advances if we keep trying to apply the same methodologies and look at things the same way. We have to kind of change up our perspective, our point of view, switch it around and look at it from different in different ways. And that just requires a new leader, a new kind of leader. So emerging leaders are really positioned well, right? Because they're just learning how to be leaders. So this is an opportune time. It is. To really introduce them to a way of thinking that can help them do this, can help them see problems through a new lens um, and and develop new leadership strategies. Yeah, it's so important. Um, and we know that now some of the challenges that, you know, leaders are facing out there is that, you know, you're just burnt out. You, were, you know, we know you were burned out before the pandemic, but mm-hmm. certainly now and just exhausted and overwhelmed by all of these changes we've been talking about. And um, in, we know that you are worried. You're worried about the current workforce, the engagement that you're trying to get back into the organization mm-hmm. after you people have been away and you've had all these different hybrid work environments. And um, thinking about succession planning as well is, is very top of mind and, and a challenge for leaders. And the other thing is right now with the new leaders coming up, there's a lack of seasoned leaders to really help and mentor them. There's been like this exodus. More and more new leaders are coming in, but it's not like when you think back, Tracy, to the mentors and the kind of handholding we almost had, we have conversations with leaders that it was kind of like, here's the job title, see ya. <laughs> 
Yeah. So yeah. That, that has implications. Right. Well, you don't have that, the history of the organization. Right. You don't have, right, the the depth and breadth of knowledge that comes with leading over the years to lean into. So you're kind of out there on your own. And there's upsides to that because you don't want to repeat everything exactly. every other leader's done. The way we've always You done need it. new ways of thinking, but mm-hmm. you still, <laughs> that still puts you right yeah. in a precarious situation when you're trying to lead and never been a leader. So, um, you know, we know too that the burnout is at all levels in the organization. So it's at the leadership level. Mm-hmm. It's at the staff level, right? Um, it's, it's everywhere. And it's not just with nurses. It's in all health professions as well. Um, and the data though is showing that the emotional health of leaders is declining. So with 25% of nurse leaders reporting not being emotionally well, and the number one reason for intending to leave uh, is being is work-life balance. And that comes from the American Organization of Nurse Leaders in a recent report that they published. Um, and like I said, you know, all professions, all roles are experiencing burnout. And the U.S. Surgeon General even published mm-hmm. two papers in 2022, um, major reports to create better work environments and in healthcare and all work settings. So saying this, this is a challenge in every setting, not just healthcare. Um, and, we, and again, we need new ways of thinking and communicating and relating and role modeling and supporting new leaders as they come in. And that's where we come in. <laughs> <laughs> because we've been around a while and you know Shh, don't tell people that we're just babes <laughs> not quite <laughs> uh, well you know we do have some experience Tracy we do a lot of experience we have a lot of experience and we've been through times where we have had other major changes in healthcare and where we've known we've had a change because we've lived in unhealthy work cultures uh, we haven't you know, practice to our full scope. There's just all these major hurdles we've had over the years in healthcare. And so these big challenges are not new to us. And we also get the reality, um, get the realities that leaders in healthcare are facing today. Like we, we may not be out there feet in your shoes, but we understand it and we really, we really empathize with it. We've led through times like this. Yes, we have. Where we had to really change everything up and have new thinking and new ways of relating. Yes. Yes. We've been there before, been Mm -hmm. there, done that. Mm -hmm. And we learned through that work that not everything is a problem to solve. And it certainly isn't, you know, just moving from this way of doing things to the other way of doing things. Like there's a lot more to it. And that, um, some problems really are polarities and that that is the missing logic mm-hmm. is not everything is a problem that there are polarities that seem opposite but they're actually interdependent and that is why we named our company missing logic it's actually why we started this podcast and we're in you know we've been around for a while with our podcast too but it's to help kind of bring this missing logic out into the world and certainly to help inform healthcare and healthcare leaders. Yeah, and it's one of the reasons we bought, we wrote our new book, Polarity Intelligence: The Missing Logic in Leadership. Um and that's currently in press. I'll be hot off the press at the beginning of 2024. But um you know, we know it's essential to have new competencies and skills, right? We don't just need new ways of thinking and new lenses. We got to develop new competencies, right. new skills um, that can address that these emerging leaders can leverage, right, to address the challenges that they're facing, to address today's realities, which we know are 
different and unique based on everything we've been through the last three years, right? So it's it's really to set to set an intentional course of personal professional development, right? For leaders to become polarity intelligent, right? It starts with having a polarity mindset. It starts with being able um, to differentiate between a problem that can be solved and a polarity that has to be leveraged. Um, and, and seeing the both and in um, what might appear, appear to be competing perspectives, to recognize when they have an interdependent relationship. Um, and, um, you know, and, and doing that both at the organizational level, but also in, in our personal mm-hmm. lives, right? Mm-hmm. So in our professional lives, our personal lives, and in our organizations, in our communities, right? That's the way we're going to lead is by having a polarity mindset. And I think it's just, you know, it's been life altering for us. It's helped us to, when we work with leaders, to see things yeah. in a different way, to help them see things in a different way. It certainly helps Michelle and I realize why we're so opposite and <laughs> and work to leverage those, you know, those um, competing values, what appear to be competing values, right? How they're both necessary. So even at the personal level and how to create work-life balance. And there's just been a lot of ways that we've leveraged this and worked with other leaders to leverage it as well, right? And it's kind of one of those things like once you know, yeah, you can't unknow. Once you <laughs> are aware of what a polarity is and you can see it, then you see them everywhere, right? You can't unsee them. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. They're indestructible, right? They're unsolvable. They're unavoidable. Um, but if you don't know what they are, they can kind of be hidden to you and invisible. Well, and you, then you have blind spots. Oh yeah. And they, they, you, you find out you have blind spots (laughs) real quick (laughs) or sometimes not so quick, but you will find out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. exactly. You will find out. Yeah. Uh, and then we have, uh, healthy relationships too, which is also another skill set, as Tracy mentioned. It's one thing knowing it, but actually developing the skill set to know the principles of healthy relationships and to uh, engage with them with your with your colleagues and your peers and relationships that are intentional. And these are intentional, soul connected, and centered on a shared purpose. So there's different principles that can really help you live this um, every day. And um, these are incredible lessons that we use and continue to use. We use it with each other. We use, we teach these principles and we help people and encourage them to practice them to even, how am I living these? You know, what are some, what are some uh, principles in healthy relationships that maybe I really need to, to focus on? So that's another part of being a polarity intelligent leader is to really be aware of them and then hone in them and then apply them. Well, and it's challenging to explore polarities with others if you don't have healthy relationships yes. as a foundation, right? So yes. it provides that foundation for sitting in tension, mm-hmm. talking about competing perspectives mm-hmm. or opposing perspectives, and really understanding the value of both. It, you know, it, it really goes a long way to helping those conversations emerge and transform, right, and transcend. Yes. Having that relationship. Because it helps build uh, mm-hmm. trust, in, you yep. know, as well. And then um, and then lastly, uh, having the skills to engage in meaningful dialogue. Now, dialogue is a conversation between two or more people where the parties listen and share in a way that leads to a deep understanding and a shared meaning. So it's more than just having good communication skills. It really is recognizing that everyone has a wisdom within them that uh, contributes to the greater whole and that we can then uh, achieve 
achieve that shared meaning. And that's another thing that has really changed our lives. And it really makes you appreciate how you how you learn just by having meaningful conversations with others around you. Mm-hmm. And also, to Tracy's point earlier, sit within the tension and know rather than getting tense yourself, to engage in dialogue and ask a question for deeper understanding or share why you think the way that you think. Um, so there's, there's a lot of solid principles in dialogue that we can apply being polarity intelligent. Yeah, and I think one of the things is that it helps you to see the wisdom and resistance mm. and even mm-hmm. the wisdom and fear, right? And to understand fear in a different way when somebody's hanging on to their point of view or their perspective, yeah. there's usually a fear associated with that or an experience that's informing them um, and their belief around it. And so I think I think only through meaningful dialogue can you uncover that. Yes. Only, only through the dialogue can you peel back the layers yeah. of the onion to really find out what's underneath, right, our perspectives and, and our preferences. Right. And um, and and the, all of those are factors when it comes to leveraging polarities. Mm-hmm. So as we said, we've had a lot of experience uh, with change and with leadership. And um, it's really an epiphany that we had was that if you, you take this combination of having that polarity mindset and healthy relationships and meaningful dialogue, it's all of that combination mm-hmm. and then the continued learning and application of it that really, uh, really makes polarity intelligent leaders. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and, you know, we, uh, we get it right. Problem solving is your superpower Mm -hmm. as a leader, right? It's for emerging leaders. It's probably a factor into why they were chosen to be a leader, right? Because they have good problem solving skills. And, um, and so, you know, that's been what we've done. Um, but as Einstein indicated, we need to have new ways of thinking, new ways of looking at the challenges that we face because we can't solve them with the same level of thinking. So we can't solve them with that superpower. And that superpower actually becomes your Achilles heel when you're addressing a polarity. So you need a new superpower. <laughs> da, 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 polarity intelligence. <laughs> We're going to get capes. I think we need capes. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, because if we don't, then what ends up happening is we end up leading... Um, with our one perspective, which may be accurate, but it may be incomplete if we're not considering if it has an interdependent part to it, right? So we know some points of views have other interdependent points of view that are connected to it to get to a greater purpose. If we're only looking at it from one perspective, then we may have an incomplete picture of reality. And what we know about polarities is when we overemphasize one perspective or point of view to the neglect of another, when they're interdependent, you are going to fail. You're guaranteed, right, to experience negative consequences 100% of the time. This is like a natural law. It doesn't change. It's the same for every polarity. So we know that's going to happen, um, you know, so that's that's just one of the reasons why it's so important to have yes. this perspective and to be able to make this differentiation, right, and leverage these other skills as well. And an example of this is the triple aim. Now, the, in the implementation of the triple aim, it was designed really to um, help us, right, optimize the health system performance, right? And Berwick and colleagues put the triple aim together. Um, it, it included improving the patient experience of care, so the quality and satisfaction they have, improving the health of the population, and reducing per capita cost of health care. And 
And they noted these three things are like a three-legged stool. They're interdependent. You have to have all three of them. They were right on in their thinking about that. But I think they had an accurate but incomplete picture. They did not realize that interdependent to the patient experience is the clinician experience. And so there was an overemphasis on the patient experience and uh, maybe not as significant or adequate attention to the clinician experience. I won't say it was totally ignored because I think all organizations to some extent pay attention, but what (laughs) they were doing wasn't, wasn't enough because where are we now years after increased burnout, suicides, right? Stress, exhaustion, people intending to leave, people leaving the field. So we're now in this situation, right? Where it has, has been exacerbated over time because of that lack of um, adequate attention to both, right? So it was a both and that got missed. So that's an example of having an incomplete picture. They didn't do that intentionally. They just were unaware. Exactly. They only had part of the picture. They could only see it through one, one lens, right? So, so that's, that's what happens. Um, we have this overemphasis and we, we unintentionally, and most of these are unintentional negative consequences. We don't intend to experience these things. It's also why, for those of you, if you're like Trace and I, that have been in healthcare for a while, we keep experiencing the same problems over and over again. Right. And we don't want new leaders to do this. No, we don't. We don't want them to have an inaccurate picture. We don't want them to face the same problems over and over. We don't want them to have failures over and over because they're misdiagnosing polarities as problems. Yeah. So that's why it's so important to have polarity intelligent leaders. It is. It is <laughs> so important. That's why we're having this conversation today. There we go. So the polarity intelligent leader understands that fact that not every challenge is a problem to be solved. And they have been educated and have a new competency to recognize the difference between a problem to solve and a polarity to manage and leverage. You know, so you have to like Tracy said, they weren't aware. Well, you have to be aware. That's the first step. You have to be able to differentiate between a problem and a polarity. And then leaders that have high polarity intelligence, they're masters at creating and leveraging healthy relationships and meaningful dialogue. So they got, again, you got that triad that you're able to maximize all of those skills and competencies so that you can, um, so that you can really navigate all the complexities mm-hmm. through that through that lens and with that competency. Yeah, yeah. So here's the call to action. As you're creating your um, leadership development programs, right, um, and considering what you're doing with the emerging leader is create a strategy for emerging leader polarity intelligence. Yes. Right? And so they have the benefits of understanding polarities. Also, you know, what we call paradoxes, chronic tensions, they're called by a lot of different names, um, and how to leverage them to achieve that greater purpose. Because you won't get to the greater purpose if you don't have both, right? And so both professionally and organizationally, it can really benefit them. They usually, you're teaching them about the operations, right? They learn about budgeting. They learn about, you know, a lot of different operational pieces and some management pieces. Um, but this is an opportunity to teach them to be innovative, to look with a new lens to have the complete picture and engage others, which is one thing that they want to do, right? Um, And the other thing is, you know, as a new leader, you might think tensions are bad. Oh, stay away. I did something wrong. This shouldn't be right. 
We want them to lean into tensions. We want them to leverage the tensions when those tensions represent a polarity mm-hmm. and to know that that's what's happening, right? Um, now, you know, we love Brene Brown. She's another genius in our eyes. And, <laughs> um, you know, she, she um, you know, had some conversations um, with Barack Obama about polarities, actually. So this is just a, a quote from her. And she says, take a deep breath and say, hey, both of these can be true. And that's, and I'm going to stray for a minute. And that's what is, you know, having the complete picture. Both perspectives and points of view are true, right? They're both accurate. So she goes on to say, and that energy that we create holding opposite things in tension is the birthplace of transformation. Mm Mm-hmm. So the ability to straddle paradoxes really leads to transformation. Not only are tensions okay and normal, they're the magic sauce. So you need tension to catapult you forward. If you don't have tension, there's no need to move. You won't move, right? You won't, there won't be any, um, you know, any creative cycle. There won't be any push or any movement forward, right? Tension wants you know begates movement it just yes. wants to have movement yes right? so yeah. so tension is good tension's awesome it's the magic sauce and the missing logic mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you understand that and you now have this you know missing logic you're able to manage the major tensions that you're going to experience in your work environment and that's so important i'm going to share a some major ones that leaders deal with, uh, especially today. Mission and margin is really big right now. Remember that financial mm-hmm. hangover that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast? This is a major polarity to be managed. And also recruitment and retention. A lot of staffing issues, workforce challenges continue. So that's an important one. And just stability and change. Organizations have gone through a lot of change, but it's also important that we have stability in our organizations as well. And it makes you appreciate going back to that triple aim example is if we only focus on one of those poles in the example that I gave you, we are not going to be successful in the long run. We won't experience the greater purpose and the outcome. And another major polarity that organizations are dealing with is there's been so much consolidation in the healthcare system right now where hospitals are acquiring other hospitals or they're merging with other systems. So we know a major polarity or tension that you're dealing with is the system level and the local level or the global and local polarity as well. And you need to tend to both. And if you overfocus one way at the neglect of the other, it's going to, it's going to be a bumpy ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. And then there's also personal polarities that leaders, the polarity intelligent leaders can manage too. Uh, certainly with all of the burnout, it's important that leaders, um, manage their professional life and their personal life and that they create dynamic balance in their life so they don't suffer from the consequences of burnout, activity and rest, caring for yourself and others, and also uh, productivity and relationships are all personal polarities that a polarity intelligent leader just eventually, because it's a it's an unconscious competency just manages uh, and, but they have, it has to be applied and take practice, but that's the goal. And that these leaders also um, leverage 
dialogue and relationships so that they can understand, you know, that the polarities exist, but also help others transcend uh, beyond their diverse perspectives and experiences. So you can sit in that intention, that tension with others and create thriving work environments, despite of what's going on around you, despite of what's happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, without this polarity intelligent competency what happens is new emerging leaders they're just frustrated because they're sitting in the tension all the time they don't know how to le- how to leverage it they're ill-equipped to do that to deal with the the complexity the competing um, priorities and and they end up in the same situation right time after time yeah. because they're just repeating the same problems right that the same things keep coming back and they feel like they're not getting their head above water they're not making any progress um, and the same in the same goes for the organization. They're, you're not going to be innovative. You're not going to be able to transcend these challenges that you're facing if you keep working at them and your leaders keep working at them with the same level of thinking, right, that got you here. So the other thing is when you're facing the same challenges over and over, that is really ends up in a loss of time and energy and money yes. and effort, right? Um, and that unipolar approach, that unipolar thinking, um, that incomplete, right, that incomplete picture over time, right, can lead to unhealthy work cultures, right, um, and a lot of additional risk and um, and a lot of burdens, right, for the leaders and the organization at large if we're not managing these, so. Yeah, and we have to we have to think about us, right? <laughs> the healthcare we're going to get someday. Yeah. And our children and our children's children. I mean, right. this this is really significant. This is really a big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Now, imagine if this is happening. Imagine if we were surrounded by polarity intelligent leaders today. You know, what would that what would that look like? What would that feel like? And, you know, we know it's it'll it's it's really a gift to be surrounded by other people that are both and thinkers and are not only unipolar in their thinking and really value everybody's perspective and, and the differences that we all bring in our work cultures as well. And listen and, and asking questions instead of, you know, just thinking you have the answers to ask questions to deepen understanding, which is so important and having no judgment. You know, you don't feel judgment. You know that you're you're there to really create shared understanding and to create more wisdom in the organization. And relationships are strong and healthy uh, in both your personal life and in your professional life as well. And then at the organizational level, that's when healthy work cultures will really come into sustainable existence and people will be more engaged and more satisfied when uh, you have polarity intelligence within the organization. Also, I just want to mention, too, that there's a competitive advantage when you have polarity intelligent leaders and your organization really uses and leverages polarities because research has shown that organizations that manage polarities outperform those that don't. So there are organizations uh, and leaders and organizations that are supporting their emerging leaders to develop this polarity intelligence competency. And so we're going to have you tune in next week because next week we're interviewing uh, a couple of leaders who are investing in their managers to become polarity intelligent. Um, and if you want to learn more 
about creating, you know, a, uh, a program or how to develop polarity intelligent leaders in your organization, you can reach out to us um, at missinglogic.com on our website and we'd be happy to chat with you. And um, I think that's it. I think we've said all we can say for today. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's a lot about emerging leaders and having them be polarity intelligent, right? It's just that's a right. new competency, a new skill. We're excited to mm. bring this to new leaders. And we're happy you were here today. So thank you so much for tuning in, listening, or watching on the YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, it's always a pleasure to be with you. We really love doing these podcasts. And if you found this podcast helpful, intriguing, inspiring, uh, share it. Share it with your colleagues. Share it with your friends. Um, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love it when you leave us a review. Yes. So until next time. Stay safe and stay healthy, and we'll see you soon. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.